everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Zealots. I'm Forrest. Uh, Misa Major. I'm <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> uh. So is, uh, was, uh, what's the guy's name? So that's him. Yeah, that was him. If you guys were wondering why that guy looked so fucking familiar, uh, the Jedi saving Grogu was in fact uh, the most hated man of the 2000s. Um, Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah. The, um, I mean, yeah. I remember the, he like, the mocap actor. That was the first it. mocap, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, because that was before Gollum. Yeah, because. Right, uh, before Andy Serkis was really affected. Did you know yeah. that it was. Andy Serkis' performance of Gollum in Lord of the Rings that made James Cameron feel the technology was there for Avatar? Doesn't surprise me. There's your fun um, fact. Because I think we were all surprised. Like the first time we saw Gollum, I think we all thought it was just be a guy in a costume, just a naked guy in a loincloth who was just like half starved. But now they actually get. Uh, yeah, but actually it was a naked hobbit uh, in a loincloth. It was a naked piece of technology. That stole I our hearts. Say a Harfoot, and I was about to fly up to South Carolina or North Carolina to, to punch you. Don't you? Well, Harfoots. He, he's 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 not, he's making that up. NSA. We're all based in Alaska here, so we gotta get That's ready for the Russians. So damn cold. Right. Yeah, it is unseasonably chilly. For Which the I can't say every state we're in. Yeah, I can't say the same. Oh, actually, I can't say the same. Um, for CBR, before we get into it, actually, force you go ahead and highlight what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're um, going to talk about the new Mandalorian episodes. And um, so, Major, what did you see on CBR? A little bad batch, too. Uh, but, dude, I want to talk about this fucking CBR. So, CBR is just going just downhill real fucking fast. And, Force, you know what CBR stands for? Comic yeah, book resources. Absolutely terrible. So this article is the 10 most annoying sitcom characters. So I just want to go through these these top 10 most annoying sitcom characters and get your feeling if you guys think they're annoying or not. All right, real fast. Number 10, Jackie Burkhart from That 70s Show. Annoying or not? Like annoying, uh, but like that's God. her character. Like that's the whole point. Like Michael Kelso, like let's go. Like that's her point. Like that's... Didn't she move on from Kelso to Hyde? And then Hyde turned out to be a rapist in real life. Oh, I forgot about it in real life. But yeah, she I think I wonder if the trial's gone on yet. Because they totally missed the Robert Durst trial and he got found uh, guilty. I haven't seen a Netflix documentary series, so probably not yet. Man, okay. apparently we only knew his Dr. Jekyll side. Oh. oh. Hey, yo. Oh, yeah. with, that, with that excellent joke, don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, review the podcast at your convenience. Number nine on the list from... Uh, crapbr.com Roland Shit uh, from Shit's Creek. Never seen Again. it. Again, oh, Shit's Creek's been fantastic. He's uh, Eugene Levy's gay son, right? No, 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 no. He's the 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 dumb hick mayor. Oh, I but he's like, yeah, he plays the dumb hick mayor. Like that's his his character. Now, what about this guy's? Cameron Tucker from Modern Family. You guys remember? Cameron? Oh, I've never seen, never seen that. You ever seen Modern Family? You know, it just won like, every great. Emmy for like eleven years straight. Like it's one of the best sitcoms ever. I, I would recommend, highly recommend. It. I love it. I think it personally moved uh, the gay agenda forward in in America. Like that's like that's why Obama changed his mind in twenty twelve was because of Modern Family and all the Emmys that won. 
Oh, really? What? No, I'm, I'm speculating. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just why. Like, like, what little I've seen just didn't look funny. Uh, no, I love it. It's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. Uh, but all right, so what about Parks and Rec? You guys seen Parks and Rec? Tom uh, yeah. Haverford. That right? I agree with. No, like, dude, what about uh, what about Tom's friend? Um, oh yeah, he's even the worse. Uh, the guy who always sings. God, I love him. He's he like just grows on you so much. He's so good. Uh, he's like Tom's characters are the anti-Ron Swanson, just very masculine, annoying. But he grows. Not funny. He grows up. His character development. He's supposed to be annoying, right? Like he's just like I guess, annoying yeah. guy. It's like you gotta treat yourself. Treat yourself's episodes are always the best. Well, now, perhaps the, major. Have you considered that the author of this this article is, might is have awful? Have, no. Well, I mean, don't even go on CBR. Complimenting these, these these actors. It's just I, yeah, awful. The entire website just is just made up like awful opinion pieces, like hot take opinions that no one's going to agree with, and they're just they're just posted to piss people off. Yeah, so. reviews.com. Um But no, Tip, you're, you're absolutely right. I was going to mention this at the end. That was what I was really leaning towards. But yeah, like, I just think this the writer of this article, who I won't name until I get to the end of it, right? Uh, just doesn't understand how television and, and TV writing and script writing and character development works and, and character dynamics. Like, what the actual fuck? Um, number six, Grace Adler. Do you guys remember Will and Grace? You, Grace, you know, one of the uh, main no. characters? <laughs> That's funny, because you said, like... Uh, uh, I guess family... I guess Will and Grace probably really moved the gauge into full. Yeah, that's <laughs> say, that came out, like, almost like 10 years before Modern Family, right? Yeah, that was... Hey, it's Baby Steps, right? So, wait, were Will and Grace a couple, or was Will just gay the whole No, time they were the roommates. Show? Yeah, Will was gay, Grace was a whore, uh, so she was, like, a promiscuous or whatever. <laughs> oh, but they never hooked up in the show? Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch every episode. I'm sure they got drunk and probably kissed once. That sounds like a, a good, a good episode. What about I Darman probably... Greg? I I think Darman Greg's like the exact same uh, show, right? Darman Greg. No, I don't think they were. Who? Okay. Darman Greg. You remember Darman Greg? I don't oh. even know who was in that no. show. Do you remember? Do you remember the Nobody Drew remembers Darman Greg. Oh yeah, remember the Drew Carey show? Is Mimi on there? It's all uh, no, Mimi's not actually. You know why? Because this Who's person writing the article doesn't fucking know television. Guess who the fuck number five is? George Costanza. What? How is George yeah, is he's... constantly complaining about his life, but doesn't do anything to improve his situation? That's the point. It's the way they do it is it's a yeah, sitcom. They... It, it repeats every. It goes back to the status quo by the end of the fucking episode. It, it's some of the stuff that makes him funny. I knew they were never going to choose. It's, it's really in the situations. Too. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Like, <laughs> one of the best written characters ever. Well he, well, he did apply to the Yankees and got that job for three seasons. So Costanza. That's one of the best episodes, right? When George goes complete opposite, right? Like he just realizes his life is terrible. And I, all of his instincts, he's followed his instincts his entire life, uh, are have just led him astray. So it's going to do the exact opposite. Of, of what his instincts tell him, right? So I like, I still remember the scene, like he walks up to the bar or, you know, they're at the diner, he walks up to like the, the bar uh, to this, you know, attractive woman for the nineties, right? And he's like, hi there, I am unemployed single and I live with my parents. Do you wanna like get dinner? And she was like, here's my number, right? And he's like, all right. So he does like this terrible interview and he gets, yeah, it's, like, no, it's the whole fucking point of the character. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and guess number one's Marsha from Brady Bunch. Right? No, dude. Everything, every no, dude. Number one is gonna fucking piss off a lot of fucking people. 
Uh, I will tell you, this is all from our generation. I, I guarantee you, this person is under the age of 30 and has never seen a television show before 1991. Well, I'm guessing Barney. I'm guessing Barney. Simmering around 80. My, I'm guessing Barney's. <laughs> I'm guessing Barney from How I Met Your Mother is number one. Nope, nope. Um, uh, number four. We'll get to it. Number four is Gina Linetti from Brooklyn Nine Nine, who is a pretty. I've never seen that one either. Oh my god, Brooklyn Nine Nine's amazing. Boris, what are you? I don't like watching? Andy Samberg. Sorry. Oh, dude, Andy Samberg's so good. I'm a mother lover. What's number You're three? A mother lover. We can fuck each other's mother, each other's moms, because every Mother's Day needs a Mother's Night. Oh, uh, number three is Ben Chang from Community. Again, you just don't understand how comedy is written. Senor Chang. Senor Chang. Although he does get a little annoying when he has Changnesia, but again, like you know, we'll just blame that on a lack of Dan Harmon or or not because he was back. I think by that point. Uh, number two, Ross Geller from Friends. Oh, okay. I actually have don't know Ross, don't know Friends. Yeah, I mean, I just seen a few episodes. It's just like this is like a show that girls really like, and guys who are in relationships with them have to watch. Yeah, right. Basically, really yeah. I just never dated. I just never dated a, a girl who was like watching Friends at the time yep. when we were dating. Uh, number one, drum roll, Michael uh, Scott from The Office. Yeah, I mean, he's more just like. Cringy. He is cringy. Like annoying. But I mean, it's he's like an, cringe humor. He's, it is cringe. Like that's like the whole fucking point. Like he's <laughs> it's like he cringe, and, and he doesn't notice it, and everybody just kind of. Yeah, like that's what makes it so cringe worthy. That's what makes it so like well written. Well, well, Kelly. Will, well, I think Kelly Kapoor is probably more annoying. I was Kelly's... just about to say Kelly Kapoor is more annoying, but you know, uh, speaking of Kelly Kapoor, uh, Kelly Kaling, uh, the real real life Mindy. actor, Mindy uh, or Mindy, yeah, whatever, uh, Mindy Kaling. Right, Belma. That's an annoying ass fucking character. Oh, I see how you switching it over. Yeah. Um. Did you guys hear that she has re- um some kind of award, uh, a medal of honor for the woke and, arts or something like that? Was it forced? Uh, what was it, Robbie? Uh, President uh, the, Biden. Uh, the National Medal of Arts. For it's Dylan. like it's like the ending of A uh, New Hope. So you like there's a giant procession, like a bunch of blue-haired people in the crowd are, are supporting her, and like Chewbacca, who's dyed blue, just goes. <laughs> <laughs> so and, and and when she was given the award, she was given the National Medal <laughs> of Arts for her show Velma for, and I quote, giving voice to a new generation of storytellers like bitch please mindy is 40 fucking two years old i'm not saying that's old right that's that's young right tot right whatever but dude she was in 40 year old virgin which came back in out in like 2005 all right she was on snl 2006 all right so we're talking like literally 18 years ago that's a whole childhood aka a generation all right so like if you want to give her an award for terrible writing or whatever you want to call that's fine but don't tell her she's the voice of a new generation. Like, she is not the voice of the newest generation. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Give her whatever well, word you want to. It does not matter. But she like, kind of is. Those, Major, what are you talking about? Too. You, no, dude, how, dude, hey. dude she, she started, she got into Hollywood. 40-year-old virgin, one of the funniest movies ever, right? That's like her first IMDb credit back in 2005, Okay. 
a child born in 2005 is now 18 years old, right? So since she's made it to Hollywood, aka, <laughs> made it, you know, has, has you know left the the real world, right, and and gone to Hollywood, right? an entire child has has come into votership. Well, right? okay. I think I think that her success at Velma is probably going to put her. To- so they're gonna what's bring success? her over to Disney. They're gonna bring her over to Disney. Major. She's gonna be, be given her own show called from the president. She's, be Kevin, she's gonna be given her own show called The Mandalorian. Now let's talk about The Mandalorian. See, aren't you glad you started? I like that. That, that, that was one? good. That was that was a great pun. That was uh, so. I, 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 I do, do want to say just quickly, just oh quickly. God, so so, they were saying that she has given a voice to the new generation. So. What you said was correct, Major, is that there are, are now 18-year-olds. Um, this is Velma. A lot. But they are her audience, right? So she's speaking to this new generation and inspiring yes. them with but their how voice. how she represent them when she was literally in Hollywood, when they were in Dude, the nursery? Dude, have you seen... Have you, Okay, Major, if you had an 18-year-old representing 18-year-olds, that's a Lord of the Flies scenario. People get hurt. I mean, like Greta Thornburg? Right? Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. You don't want. You don't want anybody younger than thirty-five to represent. You know, any major oh, organization, right? It's you. not. No. So it's I like, mean, yes, dude, agree, that's. But don't put it on hmm. paper. That's so ageism, me, and I don't appreciate it. So it's not agent. ageism. That's rationalism. It's like, hey, let's protect ourselves again. All right. Well, if you want to be rational, Napoleon Bonaparte and stuff like if that. If you want to be rational for a second, don't you think you should also, with climate change being a real issue, right? I'm not saying global warming. I'm saying climate change being a real issue. Shouldn't you maybe, uh, in that case, put an age cap on the people who are going to die in the next 10, 20 years? You maybe don't give a fuck if the world's on fire by 2050, as long as they can retire and buck over tone in the next 20 years on that fat, sweet, sweet, capitalistic share, uh, shareholder um, prices? I mean, an age cap? Yeah, right? Like, if you're saying, like, I, I agree, like, I'm I'm, you know, I'm in like, as in like I'm in, I'm to in die. Life. No, I'm talking I'm about not... like leadership positions for yeah, it's gonna be like, like major influential organizations. That's what I'm saying. Lo- That's what I'm saying. Culture so, like, and society. I'm in my, I'm in my, I'm in my, my, my early 30s, right? And I'll agree. I'm still a fucking dumbass. I don't know how the world works. I'm just just starting to open my eyes and realize it's all a fucking scam, right? So I agree. You know, I'm not saying like 35, you know, uh, isn't a bad minimum. I'm just saying like it's ages to fucking put it on paper. If we're gonna put 35 as a minimum, then maybe we should put an age cap, like an age maximus, on our on our leaders, right? Because like like, like Logan's run, just kill them when they get six, they turn 65. Well, we have the <laughs> oldest we, we have one of the oldest purchases <laughs> of all time, right? How the Check fuck, the jewel why, in the hand. Why why would they be like? Why would we expect them to give a fuck about climate change when they're gonna be dead in 20 I'm, years? Hey, major, I'm because I'm not, Florida like, will be not listening. I'm, I'm not or the d- future. Disagreeing with you on that. Yeah. Uh, an age maximum for leadership positions in, say, like a national congress, could be something. But also, you do want some. It, they call it like elder experience, man. You do want a council oh, want, of elders. Yeah, some a... like in a lot of ways, many governments throughout entire histories, councils of elders were a very yeah, important part because since, since an eighty-year-old sees the world differently. Yeah, vastly differently, vastly uh-huh. differently than a sixty-year-old. I agree. So, we'll that, like, like enormously because they could die at any, literally any second. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. So we'll give him Senator Emeritus, right? Instead of pro Professor Emeritus, right? For the old geezers and universities, right? We'll give him Senator Emeritus, right? Like you can hang out in Congress and pass along your wisdom, but you don't get to fucking vote in like, you know, the the ESG laws or whatever, you know, for climate change. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because they're like so like indebted to their you know homeboys and big oil and all that. Well, I'm crap. saying like, yeah, like if you like, <clears throat> like, like from like, like fifty like, years yeah. back, if you're gonna crazy, die crazy at any shit. time, right? If you're gonna die in the next, if you're a senator and you're gonna die in the next five years, then you might as well become corrupt as you can fucking get, right? And take as much money as you can, right? So you can have as much. Or money the as opposite. You can retire, or the opposite. I hope. Pass it along right. to pass it along to your family, right? Like you have a responsibility. Uh as you know the breadwinner in your house to to make as much money as you can right look at um who's that actor look at bruce willis dude that man god bless him to death right like found out he had a terminal disease and just started making any fucking movie <laughs> he could right that would be he a dead fucking now? paycheck no he's, he's no he's like disease. yeah he's got like some he's sort of brain he's, he's got some yeah. sort of brain um so like the last five years we've been wondering why bruce willis is you know uh, objecting objectifying himself and, and degrading himself in these terrible straight to red box movies and it's so the man can make as much money as possible to pass along to his family and that's that's a fucking man that is die hard right there or you know you just get life insurance but he know. puts the man in mando anyway let's move on oh nice finally thank you he puts the bruce in mando Brute. oh in no Mandalorian. mando brucean Come to Mandalorian, bathe in the waters. It'll be fine, they said. So I actually haven't watched the Mandalorian. Should I? Mandalorian. Ah, yeah, dude, it's it's fire. It's fire. Skip the first episode. Go straight to number two. Just go. It's good. So did we find out the Mythosaur? I love how the armor was gaslighting her. No, 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 it's real. I saw the Mythosaur. Sure, you did. We all see certain things when we walk the way of the Mandalore. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And she's well, like, no, I no, I did. I literally saw, it wasn't the vision, guys. I literally saw a mythosaur. Sure. What'd you guys well, think of the episode? I thought it was great. Well, Rob, what did you think? Uh, I'll be honest. I did not watch the new one. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> I didn't watch it either. I didn't watch it either. That's why I asked you, Rob. Uh, I was wondering why you just passed her we'll right We'll tip, we'll tip, we'll tip, we'll tip, I know, I was just like, alright, pass on the tip, tip, what did you think? Of The Mandalorian? What did you think of the latest episode of The Mandalorian? I haven't watched? watched any of the episodes yet. I've been <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> We're all here talking about an episode, man. Oh my god, alright, so, episode <laughs> two, uh, chapter, chapter 20. I still haven't seen episode 3 yet either, so just putting it out there. Dude, this was such a great episode of The Mandalorian. It was... It's what they call a beach episode. Watch it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna get spoiled for the podcast. Well, I'm was the Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, maybe we're gonna spoil it for, for three Don't worry, people. Don't worry. Take off his helmet. Take off his helmet. No, no. Oh, wait, take did, off did Tip turn into Sanford and Son? Is that why he's laughing so maniacally? No, no he turned into okay. the Seinfeld uh, laugh track. Oh, okay. It's always genuine. Yeah, he's, he's uh, watching Sanford and Son. Or the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you big dummy. All right. All right, so uh, we get to see... So Grogu and Mando are hanging out 
with uh, the rest of the Death Watch, right? They're doing all the training. I mean, it's really cool. Wait. You see, like, you know, like 50 Mandalorians, you know, training like a bunch of Spartans back in like ancient Greece. It's really cool. Uh, Grogu, um, well, I should say Mando, uh, puts Grogu up to challenge another. Wait, are you actually going to tell us all three who haven't seen the episode? Is, is, Death, Watch, is Death Watch a person or is it a group? Death Watch is the clan. That's the clan okay. of the, the Mandalorians who don't take their helmets off. Okay. Uh, no, no tip. I'm, I'm not going to go for. I'm not going to go beat for beat. I'm going to get the, the story Death started Watch. and I'm going to hit the high notes. Death Watch is okay. also a Ghost Rider villain, so I was hoping for a Ghost Rider crossover <laughs> since they Disney owns Marvel as well as Star Wars, so. I'm disappointed already, but keep going, Mage. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try. Um, this is the way. Uh, so Grogu and this kid. <clears throat> so the kid from the f- first episode who we see. Uh, the really bad actor who's probably producer's son. Yeah, so it turns out you were close. He's Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Yeah, I know. They, they Jim, all have... Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, who works for ABC, owned by Disney, right? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who who did blackface in the, the Man Show, and now he's he did the like, blackface. He's Whatever. like a super liberal. He <laughs> yeah. yeah, he is he now. Was, I, I've watched that. that show. Look, I'm not saying. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say like oh, whatever. You have blackface. Rob. Like blackface dun, 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 is not good. I haven't seen that episode. I have a personal philosophy. Like Tropic Thunder is one of my favorite fucking movies, and Robert Downey Jr. does blackface in that. So, for not being a hypocrite. Uh, I can't. Yeah, but he did look, it very well. Robert like, Denny, yeah, it was a. What do you mean, you people? Right? It was. Like, that it was, that was, was my blackface bell. Yeah. yeah, but like, ah, let's let's let's, let's be honest here. Jimmy Kimmel Live is definitely like a far left sort of uh, yeah. opinion, sort of jokes that aimed at the far left. And when you do what, blackface, you're talking you're... about. He had uh, Mike Lindell on last month, interviewing Mike Lindell. Was he in Modern Family? I don't never heard. Of him. That's the my pillow guy. That's hilarious. You're making a joke. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were. That was a very funny joke. Ah, uh, Forrest, you sound like you watch. I know you watch Fox News. I know you see the commercials. Have you guys ever ordered a my pillow? They're fucking terrible. Wait. You want to sponsor this podcast? Oh, in that really? case. No. What is a my, what is a my pillow? I bought I bought six of these my fucking pillows. I returned all fucking six of them. Tried them all, dude. They fucking worst pillow I've ever had in my life. Like just what are they? Uh, they're all right. So imagine sand and bricks mixed together, and they uh, you, and you spend. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna order one. Tip: Do you remember Pillow Pets? We used to have those at camp. Those were like Beanie Babies at camp for for one year, and then next year they just weren't a thing anymore. But like every every kid had like a Pillow Pet. Pillow Pets. That sounds dirty. Mike Lindell figured out how to take the sound of your parents having sex and turn it into a pillow and then sell it to you for $99.99. Oh, still a better deal than the pet rock, at least. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, I'm going to buy an NFT of the pet rock. So, on the the Mandalorian, Grogu (laughs) kills Death Watch and he becomes the Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. and then uh, Mephisto shows up, uh, followed by Eric Voss and Ryan Airy, um, and then we all circle jerk together uh, on um, John Favreau's face, and then well, um, uh, Iron Man all, comes to back. Put out, to put out Ghost Rider's flaming hands. Oh, Iron Man comes back in this episode? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Just, uh, just to kill Kang one more time. Comes mm-hmm. in and joins the man. Uh, but no, so, up. like, Grogu, <laughs> just like, so... <laughs> This is the only like, dumb writing. I'm and a, he never I'm takes a, like, his Iron Man suit off. 
He never takes his helmet off. Even when he showers. Uh, what? Um, so I, I wanted to go over this part because it's like the only bad writing, and just like it doesn't make. I just I hate how bad the writing is, and so how obviously bad it is. But they're doing some kind of sparring thing where they're using some kind of like paintball darts uh, <clears throat> to to you know, try to make like, try to hit each other. And so like the kid hits Grogu, and it's like round over. The kid hits Grogu round over, and then Mando looks over at Grogu. And he's like, "Hey, kid." It's okay. You can let loose. I know what you can do. And then Grogu does an obnoxious, like, 5,000 flips over the kid. Flips 5,000 times back over the kid. And then shoots him three times. And then the referee's like, round over. Grogu wins three to two. And it's like, what? That's not how the round fucking works. Like, what? Like, that, like, Grogu was standing still the whole first two rounds like that kid could just laid him up three shots in the first round it seems it seems it. like karate kid rules the uh the kid who's the main character is going to win regardless even if the regardless, other character is, right, yeah. is so winning according to the rules it was just just the worst right it was an illegal bet. kick it was great so the little kid after he lost right he gets uh this dragon swoops down out of nowhere uh, which I don't know. I feel like if that's like an environment, like there seems to be like in a lot of environmental hazards. Like a couple episodes ago, we saw a giant sea monster come out of the ground. Now they're training on the same damn beach, and a fucking dragon yeah. comes out and steals. They will never, kid. they will never learn. And it's like, damn guys, maybe find another place to train. Like what the fuck? Right, get a fence at least, beach. electric fence maybe. Maybe that's how it became their training ground because it was so. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, this is constant danger. Yeah, that's why yeah, Rob, they train, they're great. getting killed off by every time. Yeah, I was gonna say, Rob, that's it. an excellent, excellent theory, except they're so fucking bad at it, right? Like, that's <laughs> that uh, in the first episode, that monster, that sea monster came out of the water, right? And I almost killed all fucking 50 of them, right? And this time, a little dragon comes by and, I'm, and, and you know, steal like a little kid and takes them off. Uh, and John Favreau, God bless his heart, right? He's probably thinking like uh so we we, we his character what uh raz vizla viz razla something like that um and raz mataz raz mataz razzle dazzle the Razmanian <laughs> devil <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good callback to the 90s. or the 70s i don't know i watched in the 90s um Tasmanian devil that's probably like the 40s the 40s didn't have color back then do you guys well, remember the 50s the Tasmanian Devil game on the Sega Genesis when you like spin around. I remember there was like a there was like a Taz TV show on Cartoon Network and like it was Taz's entire extended family. I'm just like, hey, do you think the Tasmanian Devil gives good blowjobs? Um, no. I've been listening. So, I'm sorry, I've been listening to the, so the Joe Rogan acting. and Shane, Shane Gillis podcast today. <laughs> um, that's what they talk about on there. No, uh, oh. Shane Gillis shows Joe Rogan uh, the shit hoarders episode, and it's fucking disgusting. I would not recommend it at all. <laughs> Rob, have you watched it yet? I don't think so. Oh, uh, dude, I'll send you the clip afterwards. It's good. It's a good episode. Um, I saw Andrew Huberman's on there. I can't wait to check that one out. Anyway, uh, yeah, some Mando stuff happens, blah, 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 blah. Um, we get a Grogu flashback, and we see Grogu actually escaping from the temple during order 66 and he gets uh escaped now he gets escorted by ahmad best who is jar jar binks exactly right uh so it was really cool 
that because like Jar Jar Binks originally was supposed to be like the most lovable character in the prequel, right? Like there's a very famous like behind the scenes clip of George Lucas saying the entire prequels trilogy lies on like the audience loving Jar Jar Binks. Although wouldn't it have made more sense to actually have him play Jar Jar Binks to rescue Groku? <laughs> so Jar Jar Binks was totally alive during that time. Right, exactly. Who is this unknown Jedi we've never heard of before and we'll never see? He's just like, he's just like I'm like, not going to play Jar Jar again. It's like, uh, I'm never playing that character again. It destroyed my life. And scarred. He's like, they're like, we want you to come yeah. back. So, like, yeah, I think it's like, it's kind of touchy because, like, he was supposed to be like this uh, loving, adorable character and he wasn't, he was the exact fucking opposite. Well, you know, we know he, he got bullied online. He offered yeah. too, exactly, right? He was so, like, oh, on the bridge. Yeah. It was like uh, so weird. Jar Jar was. Just be so amazing. now look at John Favreau. John yeah. Favreau's coming in here and I'm like saying like, "Hey, bro, you get so much fucking shit. Like, we have uh, Star Wars's favorite character, Grogu, and we're gonna make you that if you want that character, <laughs> you can come and save save the most lovable character in Star Wars. And maybe that'll give you some kind of redemption arc for the fucking asshole nerds." Uh, on there, who, who are just I can't killers. believe people like were that upset with him. Yeah, they, like, well, were mean to the actor. No, no, no. And he posted no, remember, no, no, remember one, no, no, remember Jar Jar Binks was the fucking worst. And two, the internet had just come around, we did yeah. not know how to use it. Look, 20 years later, we still know how to use it. We're all complete assholes on Twitter, right? If anything, we've gotten better, but like, dude, we were crew, we were Vikings. Right, not me personally, because I was like, you know, ten, right? So not this is for porn at that point. Online, right? But yeah. humanity I'm in general. To, I'm to figure out how to porn on dialogue, <laughs> right? But for oh, all I can see nipple after there. after ten minutes. Um, so attack of yeah. the bones. I love you, Padme. Attack of the bones. Mmm, attack of the bones. Wait, you guys uh, use yeah. the computers for porn? Yeah, oh, wait, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like literally. Remember when Quagmire discovered the internet? Oh yeah. He's oh, like, it's such a good episode. He's like, you don't that see him for so two months. He, he points the mailbox and sees more. And he had that huge arm. I'm gonna go. I gotta go back inside, Peter. I can't get my mail right now. I gotta go watch more than internet. You guys remember the first video you saw on dial-up internet? On dial-up, I remember the first one I saw on when I got high speed internet. It was like a bunch of like Alan Moore interviews. God, it's so lame. Hey, weird. It is lame, but it's just hey, like uh, Tim, I, are you I can watch anything I want. Yeah. yeah, what's this? What's that? Sounds like you're carving a new bong. Oh, oh no! So I, I just... thought you said Tip. Are you the new James no. Bond? No. You get to hear that? Yeah. yeah. We can do hey Tip, yeah. say say carving the lore. Say Martini shaken, not stirred. Say Doctor No. Martini. What's now, you, now you sound like a pedophile. What's an octopus? <laughs> What's an octopus? What's an octopus? Is it eight vaginas? I wish I was an octopenish. Good evening. <laughs> I'm James Connery. Excuse me, James uh, Bond. What about you, Tip? Um, What's your favorite James Bond movie? What's it? No. Who cares about James what? Bond? Do you remember... Uh, More than I do Modern Family. Because <laughs> you've never seen Modern Family. I've seen enough. I mean, hot Mexican mom, the guy from Married with Children, yeah, and the other characters. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and, and about 55 Four minutes. Four I've seen yeah. enough. Um, you want to you tip? Do you remember the first video you, you watched on DSL? No, on dial-up? All right. 
Robbie, what about you? Uh, the first thing I watched on. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember? Uh, I mean, I looked re- up. Uh, Red versus Blue was a big thing. Red versus Blue was dial up? Trying to watch that. Dial up, yeah. Yeah, because I remember trying to watch, uh, download one of the early episodes. Oh, I remember I my first. Was, I remember I, the file was about. It was like 39 megabytes. And I had to that was that like the day, all though. night. When you spent four hours in anticipation to watch a five minute red versus blue. Oh yeah, the red versus blue episodes were short. Yeah. I remember my I don't remember my first video. I remember my first internet search. Beetleborgs. And then I think I came to this page like some guy was just like wrote a manifesto how awful Beetleborgs was. Like it was awful. Like, okay. So this is I'll watch Gargoyles instead. Well remember a reboot? Oh, did they do like a really crappy reboot of reboot on Netflix? like early yeah that was like uh like the first C- all cgi show like i think it came out around the same time as like beast wars so it was like I'll another all cgi show what's up I'm, I'm so glad you guys think thanks for asking i'm so glad you yes me uh i remember the first what's your favorite james bond movie major ah, that's a big doctor no for me buddy my favorite james bond movie is an awesome powers movie probably goldenberg Oh, the Austin Powers movies. You don't have as many to choose from from Austin Powers. No, I'm I'm being insulting here. I'm insulting James Bond by saying my favorite James Bond movie is Austin Powers. But then probably Quantum No, no, Casino Royale. Casino Royale is fucking. Oh, that was great. I think I saw that with you back in the day. God, Daniel Craig's hot, man. You know who else was hot? Um, the chick who got got killed on the beach. Uh, Sean Connery before he slapped women. Um, when did that ever stop? I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, just gonna say, what does that mean? Like seven? Like, yeah, when, when he when he was born, yeah. when the doctor slapped his ass, he slapped the nurse's back. He slapped the nurse's back. The finger was a good one. I specifically um, remember. Holy cow! All those ones back from that era, the first, from like the the first five, the first five Sean Connery ones are great because it's like a like it's like the Spectre saga. Uh, but then, like I think uh, they did the crappy one with Diamonds Are Forever after the. George Lazenby guy, but I think like the first four or five Roger Moore ones are also enjoyable. But I, I don't think I've seen any of the Timothy Dalton ones. I, uh, I think I've only seen Golden Eye. So since no one under sixty listens to podcasts, oh, yeah. no one cares yeah. uh, about. And your... uh, Pierce Brosnan, nineteen fifty, pretty, pretty yeah, decent Bond. Pierce Brosnan. So I only saw Golden. I think the last three. Well, Die Another Day. I think what I saw that was like freaking awful. But I think See? Tomorrow Never Dies and world's not enough we're just look, look really boring to me so james Bond's like there's no time to die and forest is like there's no time to watch modern family there's no time to watch modern bond uh well, no there's always time to watch too. modern bond um no the first episode i watched on these uh robbie yeah uh, i mean like, modern bond to the house i don't know it's and... just not the same I think I think like like it's over. You know what I mean? It's like okay, what what well, more could got, really be said? Got, like, uh, what yes, other bad yeah. guy? Bonds they got the rights to Spectre back, and they just totally dropped the ball. They made just like another boring organization. Yeah, just um, throwing like a terrorist, throwing you know who you know a guy with an yeah. eye patch. Oh, and they, they brought back Blofeld, but he was in a different name, which fooled none of the old school fans. But basically, anyone who didn't know who Blofeld was didn't understand the significance of being called Blofeld. So, but yeah. Anyway, so Mandalorian, tenor, tenor. Fuck, I'm so glad. Thanks well, for letting me finish my what story. What were you saying, Major? Uh, thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. Rob, All right, Rob, what was the first uh, video you saw up on to and um, rode to the house and me. We 
downloaded. Probably like Asian Pride or something. I don't know. Duality by Slipknot. And <laughs> it took the entire day. Like, we clicked. It was something on play. College Humor or something We let horrific. it buffer. Right, we hit pause to let it buffer. Then Rob and I went out and rode our bikes the whole fucking day. Maybe Forrest was a part of it, maybe not. Came back like six hours later. Remember that. Halfway done. College Came back that night and we watched <laughs> a three and a half minute music video in standard definition. It was Duality by Slipknot. Oh, and that, I can't Hold on. I might have to reconnect. I can't hear. It was people. the first day. Uh, oh, that's why he's talking balls. right over you. I think like yeah. the very first college. Year I just thought this Irish motherfucker was the rudest motherfucker. Website. I was like, dude, I'm gonna have to call your mother. You just uh, couldn't hear I you. I was gonna... you better. Yeah. I was like, do we need to hire an editor now? Like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so the Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> so we get a flashback. He gets saved by uh, Misa, the worst mistake George Lucas ever made. The Mandalorian <laughs> that we all watched. Right. Yes, yeah, so that we all watched and loved. I think uh, I subconsciously knew that Jar Jar Binks was going to be in it, so I avoided <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a disturbance in the force. I think Jar Jar Binks is in this episode. <laughs> so, um, like, so yeah. Then it's just like a rescue episode. So John Favreau's character, uh, Riz Vagina, <laughs> who doesn't like Mando, right? His his fat ass keeps um his his jetpack keeps failing, right? Uh, so Mando and Bo-Katan have to end up saving his kid. So Mando saves his kid. And then Riz Vagina is like, thanks for saving my kid. Now I like you. You're cool now. So like that tension's automatically gone. Like, cool. Like, you know, the, the inner tension of the clan uh, that was created two episodes ago is, is, is already evaporated uh, faster than uh, a moisture farmer's profits on Tatooine. Uh, and that's the end of the episode. It was incredibly short, guys. Like, I was oh. super. Yeah, dude, it was so 730. We're going to start the podcast at 830. And I was like, I am not going to have time to have sex and watch The Mandalorian. And I was able to have sex and watch The Mandalorian twice. So, I mean, very fast episode. One took a minute. The other one took 30. So That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the, the shortest episode of Mandalorian ever. <laughs> so, um, so, Guys, can I talk Thomas. to you about The Bad Batch for a second? Can I sell you on Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 14, The Tipping Point? Oh, yeah, I'm so behind. The tipping point. Tip, what yeah, do you think of Bad Batch this week? Um, in my analytical observation of the... <laughs> Anal. The tipping <laughs> I thought it was... <laughs> that took me by surprise. Anal-worthy. <laughs> of how we presented that. Yes. Um, I believe when yes. the Bad Batch... Um, you know... I don't appreciate you guys Seven. making fun of the this Anal. <laughs> rare sacred homage that I had to call Bad Batch. Uh, but no, so you guys know I had to watch all the terrible shows for you and I'll tell you if it's good or not. This was an excellent episode. I highly recommend watching this episode. Uh, I'm going to go on ahead. On the level just... of the giant robot? On the level of the giant so robot. Yeah, is dude. that why yeah. you won't watch Adventure Brothers? Because it's not terrible? No, I won't watch Venture Brothers because I watched the first season. Oh, and like when it eats it. Wait, what happens in the last episode? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what happens in the last episode. The last TV show I just watched. I knew. I knew you didn't see it. I think. Well, I think it eats. His his brother comes back or something like that. 
I don't know. Well, you don't know either. Oh, it doesn't sound. Like I do I, either. I know his brother hasn't come clone. out yet. So, so uh, Mandalorian, what's going to happen they next want. episode, Major? Do you think? Um, they're not going to I think it's Thrawn. Thrawn. Gotta, I really because I uh, thought Thrawn was going to come back and kill Ahsoka. And, yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah. Did Ahsoka come this episode? Nope. Was she was she in this episode? Weird phrasing on my part. No, she wasn't in this episode. Uh, no, they so basically everything like kind of wraps up in a nice little bow tie. I'm not really sure where we go from here. There's not like a, a cliffhanger or like a dangling plot thread. Hmm. Is the swamp monster gonna try to kill him? The again? dragon. Oh, okay. So they killed the dragon. Uh, and best part in in classic Star Wars fashion. Uh, they stole the three baby dragons. I mean, by stole, I mean, you know, they killed the mom. So it's probably for the best that they did. So they, they don't just die by themselves. But like now the Mandos have three baby dragons that they can feed and train and nurture and then ride. Uh, I really hope we get see the, the more of the Mythosaur. Also, I just love, love the naming in Star Wars. It's so great and so lazy sometimes. It's like, hey, there's this mythical creature uh, that, you know, used to... It's like a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, he's a dinosaur. He used to run the countryside. And it's called Big Beast. For a long time. What should we call it? A myth? All right, yeah. I know it's a myth, but it's like the size of a dinosaur. A myth? A source? Genius! It's <laughs> also really, really like, big. A bigosaur? Really? Yeah, like no. mythosaur. Like, how about get the fuck out of here, sore? That's Max. funny as fuck, dude. How about an eyesore when the CGI isn't completed? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm playing like 2% effort yeah, uh, to all my jokes tonight. So. Well, that seems to be equal to the writing and, I don't know. She so, <laughs> not this episode. I like this episode. I could. Did, I would not be surprised if She Hulk have worked on Mandalorian. Did uh, Ron Howard's daughter direct this episode? No, it was directed by uh, Rick Fukunawa. Guy. No, um, shit. I I saw it was directed by. And I was like, oh, is that guy? You talk about like nepotism in the show. There's already enough already with Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Can't act. If he's listening to this, it'll get better. I'm sure. <laughs> by the time Mandalorian reaches season 16. Uh, and Grogu's like teenager and he's like being rebellious smoking Jedi pot you mean uh, death sticks yeah death sticks so yeah uh, oh well me and Rob saw um, Shazam Fury of the Gods yeah you wanna like without spoilers just tell me a little bit about that cause more yeah I think I think uh, we both had a good time in the theater I think we both felt it was a little too long would you agree better that? or worse than Black Adam? I haven't seen Black Adam. Better or worse than Quantum Man? I think I like Quantum Medium more just because I think what I didn't like about Shazam uh, 2 was the villains just kind of were meh. But the villain oh. in Quantum Media, Car- Kang, was really good. Yeah, Carl Weathers. Definitely. Carl, Carl Weathers uh, was the director. Um, who oh, you guys okay. know is the. Apollo! The. Yeah, Apollo Creed, and he was the wasn't uh, he the guy? Yeah, and he's also uh, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, he was. Look at that. Yeah, you took Chubbs' hand. 
And Grief Karga and the Mandalorian. Oh, that's who he was. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, awesome. Yeah. What one more, one more thing about the Mandalorian. <laughs> one more fight, Mando. One more fight. I can take this jump. Yeah. It'd be great is if there like... a Grief Karga with the Rocky theme behind it? I'm sure there is. Dun, 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 dun. Well, that wasn't you his theme, was it? His theme was Twitter. You well, Apollo's dress <laughs> on Twitter. Apollo's dream was Zealots uh... podcast. <laughs> his theme dun, was dun, Living dun, America dun, by James Brown. Don't you remember in Rocky IV before he fights Drago? He's, he's dancing. He's about bro, to. Bro, I've he's, seen he's about five with... minutes of Rocky. All the Rockies combined. Oh. I've only seen I've only seen Rocky one, four, and five. Although I think I've seen like the second half of Rocky three, but I've never seen Rocky because Rocky two is the exact same plot as Rocky one. He fights Apollo again, but Apollo but he wins but three, this time, right? But number yeah, but number three he fights Mr. T, but Apollo's his coach, and then basically Dark Knight Rises stole that plot. <laughs> I mean, uh, sounds about right. And you know what sounds right? Tweeting at us at Ziza Podcast. Let us know what you think about the Mandalorian. Let us know what you think about Bad Batch. If you're not watching it, I highly recommend it. You don't even need to uh, to be really keeping up. I think it it really hits. We don't the key pivotal parts of Star Wars. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Oh wait, on Shazam: Fear of the Gods. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. Um, so like it was a little too long. I think it wasn't as good as the first one. Villains were kind of mad, but I think the humor really when it worked it really works and yeah. there was it wasn't really like Marvel humor where it's really if it misses it misses bad like I don't think there was like a joke I was like oh that sucks like I think most of the jokes were really good uh, and also I guess like the family dynamic was also really good because um, uh, you know like I think the first one I liked so much about it was it showed like a positive foster home life all or none all or yeah there you go uh, so yeah, it was just too long, but oh, and they actually call him Captain Marvel. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> For like a second. Yeah, a little Easter egg character thrown in there. Yeah, because I think most people, or like most kids, don't know that Shazam was originally called Captain Marvel, but obviously, some some other company whose name I forget owns the rights to that name now. So, um, you know, they can't call him Captain Marvel legally. But they call him Captain Marvel for like, well, the guy who played Captain, who played Billy Batson in the seventies Shazam show, calls him Captain Marvel. Again, a spoiler. So, so you get a nice little kind of flash it's cameo, ca- kind of it's, with the it's, old. It's, it's kind of like if Adam West was, if Adam West was in one of the new Batman movies, sort of oh, like that. Yeah, but like, or know, so or, or like Lou, when Lou Ferrigno was in both Hulk movies, you know. Oh his yeah! Oh, his cameo oh, and yeah. he's thinking about Lou Ferrigno's biceps. Uh, so yeah, I think Lou Ferrigno's cameo in the second. No, I'm thinking about better. Lou Ferrigno's forehead. Are you kidding me? Oh uh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know both Arnold? There's also an Abigail Gilmore audition for Incredible Hulk, but Lou Ferrigno got it. How? How did? Lou Ferrigno beat out Arnold because he's ugly. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had to look more, had that more that 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 troll of Frankenstein look that Arnold didn't yep. have. Arnold's face was too perfect, I guess, except his teeth. Um, but that's kind of, I'm sure, like Lou was just like, you know, he beat, like Arnold beat Lou in Mr. Universe, but then Lou beat Arnold for this acting gig. But then Arnold did, I think, Conan the Barbarian like a few years later, and then he exploded. So.
on one again in, in the end. <laughs> the riddle of steel. So, oh, he didn't think the height was arms a six-two height was in the right match for the Hulk. What? How tall? How tall is Lou Ferrigno? Um. Well, the role was then offered to Keel. Keel's he's high taller. Seven-two, a whole foot taller than Arnold. Yeah. So, um, so let's see how let's see how tall Lou Ferrigno is. Richard Keel, for people don't know, played Jaws and Moonraker and The Spy Who Loved Me. And he was also oh. Mr. He was also in Happy Gilmore. Uh, he was uh, the guy with the nail on his head. Fuck! Damn, dude. I always forget how Lou Frig- how big Lou Frigna used to be. Holy shit. He still steroids. is fucking big. I mean, he's huge, but dude, he was so big. He's 71 now. Hot damn. Um, He's 6'5", too. Just oh, what Lou a Frigna's- monster. Yeah. So wait, he's taller than Arnold and he got the job. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I guess Arnold was too show. short to be the Hulk. I guess. From what I saw, The Incredible Hulk, it's basically just like... He runs into like a problem and he becomes he hulks out and he, he, he goes away and he walks away and it's all sad music but there's like no General Ross no Betty Ross no Rick Jones no leader no abomination you know none, none of the comic gone. book stuff yeah they don't, they don't even call him Bruce Banner he's called David Banner well I think you know why the guy thought like a, a, a double alliterative name sounded too gay no no he thought no, not an alliterative name he thought Bruce the name specifically Bruce was a gay name Oh, uh, imagine like a time period where you're like, okay. oh, Bruce, that's a gay name. Like, dude, like what? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like your parents name. How you. could they think Bruce is a gay name? Bruce Wayne lived with a young boy. Well, I guess that makes more sense because, um, you know, the alliterative, the alliterative thing, because the star's name of Incredible Hulk was Bill Bixby. So, I guess yeah, that's that's crazy. They didn't call him Bruce on that. Anyway, who would, any other famous Bruces besides like Robert the Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell? He's not gay. Although I don't think I don't oh, think you Evil Dead, Evil Dead, or just want famous Bruces, famous Bruces who <clears throat> who are preferably not gay because we're trying to prove a point that not everyone called Bruce is gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, I mean, no, even think about no, think about like when that statement was made, like in the. When was it? When the TV show? I don't think they said it. In the 70s? They probably didn't say like on air. I think it was just like behind the scenes. Well, no, they didn't say. Oh, I'm sure the. I mean, maybe he just knew a couple of gay Bruces. You know what I mean? I'm sure the producer didn't come out and say, we're not calling this guy Bruce because Bruce is a gay name. But I'm saying like, like. The last three guys I slept with are named Bruce. We can't call him Bruce. Yeah. Like homosexuality was so rare. Like people weren't coming out like. In the 60s like they, they are today right and also i think i think the showrunner wanted to paint the hulk red instead of green and stanley was like "Fuck no like, That's yeah a- maybe bruce was his ex-boyfriend there's a bruce boa a bruce uh box who knows Netter, a bruce campbell a bruce <coughs> a bruce i mean Lee, a bruce willis is there a, isn't there an actor called bruce bruce a bruce springsteen there There's... is a Bruce named Bruce. That's a brush named Bruce. There's a really fat gay comedian named Bruce, so we can't use him. I can't remember his name was. Look up fat gay comedian Bruce. <laughs> that might be his. <laughs> it might be like big fat gay Bruce. <laughs> like big gay Al from Wait, South gonna say, Park. I was going to say, was it a South Park episode? <laughs> Big gay um, Bruce. Are you talking about Bruce Blanche? <laughs> yes, that's it. Bruce Blanche. 
I think he's like uh, an SNL writer. He's also a comedian. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. His name is Bruce McCain. What Sam. an amazing haircut. It's like Captain Kangaroo, right? It's <laughs> Captain Awful. Yeah. It's so bad. Um, Captain Awful? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, a joke. <laughs> he played himself on The Simpsons as Pokemon instead Pokemon. of Pokemon. That's funny. Oh, okay. uh, wait a second. He appears in Drag, RuPaul's Drag Race 3 and RuPaul's Drag Race 5. And I gotta be honest, dude, as uh, looking at him, I definitely want to watch this episode of RuPaul now. Oh, fuck. Um, see, he filmed the commercials spoofing <laughs> Kobe Bryant's jump over an Aston Martin and his video Valanche is distracted, oh, does not jump, and is run over by a semi-truck. This sounds hilarious. And he was also <laughs> Lou Ferrigno's Don't Double on Incredible Hulk. Was he? It's all sick. No. <laughs> no I was going to say, I was, I was just, really... I was like, green. That's the totally writing really goes full, full circle here. You don't mess with the Zohan. He played Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and T- Tatiana Ali on an episode of the Eric Andre show. By the way, I got to yeah. say, Eric Andre, since he's gotten older, has really kind of matured a little bit. I, I, I like him more. Yeah. Is he funny? Is he, is he funny now? He's yeah. funnier than he was 10 years ago. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because Incredible Hulk with Bill Bixby had the first like Marvel crossover because one of the TV movies had Daredevil in it. I think another one had Thor. Um, so they did that like literally like 20 years before any of the you know, Avengers show. He wrote the Star Wars holiday special? Blanche? Yeah. Now That's... we have gone full circle. Mythosaurs. Bulbasaur. Yeah. Bulbasaur. 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 <laughs> anyway, I think we've, I think we're bereft of Star Wars references at this point. Because uh, I think we exhausted all conversation of Bat, Bad Batch and Mandalorian. Especially I mean, when you, we chose that to watch you it. You say that? Yeah. Motherfucker. I literally have an entire page of notes I've written on, on Bad Batch uh, that, that we didn't go over. So I could say a lot more, but there's no point because it's Bad Batch, right? I'll give you one highlight here that I want to say, right? right? I'll, I'll just read you one, one highlight I wrote here. Um, between this and the next scene, this just really nails what's best about Star Wars. And it's intentionality, I guess you could call it, right? Like, even if you're just a casual viewer and you don't realize it, one of the absolute best things about Star Wars is that it takes something old and familiar and makes it new and star or sci-fi right like makes it science fictiony right like uh like you know you have samurai swords like nah this is space motherfucker we're gonna give you laser swords okay and then we're gonna call them lightsabers right but you know the galactic empire there are a bunch of nazis um you've got this evil space doctor you see this episode who just reeks of joseph mangala Right, and that's basically what that's basically what Kyburn was in Game of Thrones. Remember that the evil maester uh-huh. who was experimenting on people. He was basically Joseph Mingle. How do you know about Kyburn? You haven't gotten that far in the books. Yeah, he's in, he's in the third book. Oh, he is he? Oh, no. I haven't gotten that far in the books. He, he lost <laughs> and he lost his chain because he was experimenting on people. So, but like in the show, the, the actor I think is really good because he's like he's very creepy, but he's also very very intelligent, and he's like. Doesn't seem like he's done anything wrong, so uh, I think it's the same actor who's like the main um, Empire guy in Andor. He's like the boss of the lady. He has like the long gray hair. 
same actor who played Kyber in Game of Thrones. So they, they like to cast him as evil bureaucrats, apparently. But anyway, I think it's so our show. You've got this. Well, I just want to finish up here, right? So you've got the Galactic Empire. There are Nazis, right? This doctor here who's just reeks of like Joseph Mangala. And side note, uh, how lucky did he get like that Joseph isn't like Adolf? Like no one calls their, like, their kids Adolf. Like Adolf's a dead fucking name now, right? Like yeah. how close was Joseph to that, right? This guy was called like the angel of death. He was a fucking terrible human being. Um, and he escaped to, to South America, maybe. Um, I wonder if anyone's but, named Heinrich. Because of Heinrich Himmler. He was pretty bad, too. But he, I, I mean, like... There, I mean, do people, like, still, people still call people Heinrich, though? Well, there was Joseph Goebbels. Don't forget that. No, I'm saying Joseph is still a popular two. name. Like, we, yeah. we, we, we spell it differently. I mean... Like, we still call people Joseph. Like, <clears throat> my father-in-law's name yeah, is Jeff. Some people are called Adolphus still. In, like, Well, France. that's very different than Adolf. Adolphus? It's basically yeah. just a... Well, I think it's like maybe like a Latin name, Adolphus, which is probably so it's probably pretty popular in like Spain. Well, Forrest, there was Nathan Adolphus. Bedford Forrest. Nathan Bedford Forrest. Yeah. Well, you know, you're named after him. No, I'm not. <laughs> he's, he's named after Forrest Gump. <laughs> no, I'm not. Who's named after Nathan Bedford Forrest? But who is he named after? Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Uh, according, the to, according to the, the Census Bureau, there's only 3,000 people with the Forrest? name Adolphus, okay? Which, granted, is probably 3,000 more people than Adolf, but I'm not sure. Like, Adolphus seems fine to me. Adolphus. So, uh, so, you, so once you add US to the end of it, it makes it okay. So you can name your, your son John Wayne Gaseous. You can um, name yeah. your son John <laughs> Wayne Gaseous. And yeah, I'd be like, that's a weird. Latin name. You can but... even name your son Bruce if you want. Bruceus. Bruceus. So anyway, in in this next scene, we get Omega learning how to drive in space. Again, we have something familiar, like learning how to drive or watching the horror show that is a teenager learning how to drive on a sitcom or in a comedy movie, right? But it's Star Wars, so it's sci-fi, right? So she's learning how to drive, uh, how to fly a ship. Right, and it's it's that gorgeous blend that makes Star Wars work so well. It's that uh, new, fun, exciting sci-fi mixed with the familiar old, or the old familiarity that is real life. It's pretty fun. Hmm. Maybe not so bad. Batch. So, uh, yeah, you want to plug our social media? You know I do, guys. You can tweet us at Zizo Podcast on Twitter. Let us know what you think about it. If you want to watch Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 14, The Tipping Point, let me know what you think about it. If you're not as shitty as the rest of the people in this podcast and you've seen uh, The Mandalorian, tweet us and let us know what you think. If you like this episode, leave us a review. Um, you can rate it in-app. We really appreciate it, guys. Uh, All right. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm yeah. Forrest. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Major. I'm Robbie. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Tip. Mr. Jar Jar Binks. Peace. Peace.